Howdy, everyone. How's it going? My name is Heidi Coomjohn. I am the founder of Holistic with Heidi, a certified holistic health and nutrition coach, and the host of Lifelong Podcast. This podcast is all about longevity, low toxic living, all the things, and my job is really fun because I get to bring on super fascinating guests. And today's guest is just that. So at this point, most all of us have probably heard of EMFs, unless you're living under a rock. But with all the technology and innovation going on these days, EMFs have become increasingly more prevalent. And the downside of all this technological growth is that the EMFs are increasing as well, and there are negative health effects on the body from EMFs. Admittedly, I'm still learning a lot about EMFs as a toxin, but today I had the opportunity to interview one of the most well-known women in the EMF education community, August Bryce of Tech Wellness. August has a passion for mindful living in a digital world, and she has an online platform called techwellness.com, also her amazing Instagram, Tech Wellness, that's actually how I found her. Her brand is the only comprehensive online source that addresses all of the challenges of our modern digital world. So not just EMF radiation, but she also educates on the effects of blue light, cybersecurity, and talks about mental well-being with technology. On top of all of this research, she even has built an advisory team consisting of world-renowned experts in each area who consult with her and review all the major content on her site. While this episode addresses a very deep topic, August keeps it light and fun and extremely positive. I love talking to her. I instantly connected with August. I think you're going to really enjoy listening to her and feel her positive, motivating energy. So join me in welcoming August Bryce. Hey, August, how's it going? Heidi, it's so great to be here and so great to meet you. I know, it's it's so fun talking to people in this realm of holistic health. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited to have someone on to talk about EMFs because it's definitely a toxin that we're all being exposed to. And yeah, I'm just super pumped to have you here today. Great. Yes. And that's exactly how I refer to it is a toxin just among the many that we're exposed to among the many that like in your podcast you talk about. So um, I'm just so happy that you're creating more awareness about this topic. I appreciate it. No, oh, thank you. Same, same with you and all of your content on Instagram is beyond amazing. That's actually how I came across you. So everyone listening, make sure to uh, follow Tech Wellness on Instagram. I'll be sure to link everything in the show notes. But well, let's get started. And I'd okay. love for you to share a bit about your background and how you b- became interested in all things EMF. Well, it started many, many years ago. The very first time I picked up a cell phone, honestly, I I felt the energy from the phone and it did not feel good. And I even actually had this on video. It, it was a Christmas present. My daughter was three years old and I open this up and I say, what is it? And, I, and my husband says, turn it on, make a call. And I put it up and it, immediately my body starts to shake. I, I feel the, and, I, and I'm like, ah, ah, you know, what is this? And so as a result, I didn't 
use my phone a ton. Uh, and as phones progressed and then, the, you know, there were, there were computers, but the computers were wired. And then all of a sudden we had Wi-Fi. I didn't embrace the technology like other people. Of course, I used my computer. It was wired. It was easy. But I started to notice more and more that I was having a reaction to this energy. Uh, finally, the energy got a name, electromagnetic hypersensitivity. Uh, but it led me down this huge path of research and trying to understand. And uh, I first got George Carlos' book in the late 90s that came out uh, that wow. talked about a research study that had been done on mobile phone technology and discovering that indeed it had negative health effects. I got a hold of him. I told him what was happening to me. And he said, that's electromagnetic hypersensitivity. And you're actually a canary in the coal mine because a lot of people um, are going to be affected, but very few people feel it. Now today, so mm -hmm. many people are feeling it because our exposure levels are increasing. And even what same holds true, whether you feel it or not, you are still being affected biologically. Thousands of research studies uh, point to that fact. But that's how I started. So, so I started doing this research. And as I was doing the research, I learned more about EMF, electromagnetic fields, the wireless ones in particular, the ones that bother me. Uh, but there are other types of EMF. And then I also saw that you know, it was affecting people mentally and emotionally because I wasn't as involved with the technology. I could see what was happening with my family. Uh, I found air tube headsets because they were a great way to avoid the exposure coming from the phone because back then we only held them to our heads. Uh, and so I had a website and then I could also see that there were privacy and cybersecurity and data issues. And so I started talking about this and I formed Tech Wellness to be solutions based without fear because I saw so much out there that was really just fear mongering. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to have um, a platform that was solution and science backed. Non-fearful information that everyone can take in and implement in easy ways. That's so important. I feel that with all of these toxins in our world and just having these important conversations about health, so many people, the natural reaction is to feel very overwhelmed and like there's nothing to do about it. So I'm really happy that you're providing solutions. You know, you're providing education, but you're also providing solutions. And that's something I'm striving to do too, because I realize not everyone knows this information about each particular toxin. But if we can share it in ways that is motivating and tactile and just very doable, then mm -hmm. it's absorbed. And I think change is more likely to occur. That is so true. And I love what you're doing in that, that manner. And that's exactly what I wanted to do too. Uh, because you're, you're left when you hear some of this information with, what do I do? Where do I go? And so every single thing I talk about has a solution. And the solution is science-backed because probably as you're discovering, there are so many, well, I, I don't want to, I want to be very tactful as I talk about things that don't work, but that are 
reported by the manufacturers to work. You know, mm. it's like there's there are fakes out there and people in desperation turn to them. And then there's, you know, possibly the placebo effect and people think that something's going to work that that actually doesn't because people promote it as working. And so I try to I I separate the myths from the reality. And with EMF, one nice thing about it is that it is measurable. And so it's easy to show when something that says it's working actually isn't working. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I do demonstrations. That's helpful. I think some people need the visual and I actually got a meter for Christmas. As oh. nerdy as that is, I still need <laughs> to learn a bit more, but I have it there and I, um, I was going around my apartment and measuring and and all that we actually live near a i hate to admit it but like a power center so mm-hmm. i was pretty freaked out trying to use my measuring device like near my windows and seeing how that changed when i was in a different part of my apartment right. but That's but yeah awesome. speaking of apart- for you oh thank you speaking of apartments um and you know i'm kind of jumping i know you mm-hmm. We have different questions, but on the subject of apartments, what would you recommend for someone that lives in a building with neighbors that have so many different devices and you can't really control what your neighbors are doing? You can only, you know, control your own living space. Do you have any tips for people in apartments? Well, the best thing that you can remember is distance is your friend when it comes to any type of EMF, the electrical, the magnetic, and the wireless energy. The further that you get away from the source, the less you're exposed to. So that that's helpful to know when you've got a Wi-Fi on top of you and a Wi-Fi below you, that it's probably your own Wi-Fi, your own cell phone that's exposing you to the most wireless energy. And so- hmm turn your own devices off, manage them when you can. And that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is share things like this to create awareness because that's very helpful. If there's a bank of smart meters in your apartment building, make sure that you are located as far as possible away from that bank because that's usually a very high generator of electromagnetic fields. And then, then eventually, like you said, you got that meter. If you find that you have turned everything off and you know that that EMF is not coming from a source that's located in your apartment, I have a whole list of consultants. Some are building biologists and they do an amazing job. Some are engineers, but there are people that can come to your home and help you mitigate that EMF safely. And by mitigate it, I mean maybe paint a wall with uh, a paint that has metallic properties that can stop that EMF that's maybe coming from the apartment next door to you or below you from coming in. One of the really great things that I recommend that can actually be very, very helpful is an EMF canopy. Mm -hmm. If you're sensitive, the most important, the most important part of our life is sleep for rejuvenation for our bodies. And so when you're sleeping, you're in a completely insulated from EMF area when you're in one of these canopies. Now you also have to be aware of what's happening underneath you. You might not need to get a a special mat that goes underneath the canopy. And you have to know that you don't bring anything electrical into the canopy ever uh, because 
you know, you're multiplying it if you're inside of it. So, but that's something that's very doable for people who cannot get away from the EMF from neighbors. Mm, Wow. Those are all great tips. I definitely need to look into one of those canopies. I think I've seen one somewhere, but well, uh, we, we all, I, I, I have them on Tech Wellness. Many people, many uh, EMF sites are also selling them and we're all priced about the same. The best uh-huh. material is Swiss Shield uh, and they're pretty expensive. I mean, I think a twin bed starts around $1,200 and then okay. it, it doesn't come put together. You have to you have to sort of make this yourself. Uh, okay. That's the like state Ikea that it's in style. now, <laughs> right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But for people who really want to be careful and find their exposure is significant and do have symptoms or are dealing with another issue in their life, an autoimmune issue that they they really need to have their body in the best shape to fight, this is something that they might want to try. Wow, that's so cool. How does it work? Like just by the fibers that are in it? It's, yes, Swiss Shield is a lovely organic material that has metallic threads in it. It's sort of a mesh. It looks like that mosquito netting. So it's sort of romantic looking. (laughs) And it's completely sealing you all around. And that's why a lot of people also need the mats below. Uh, so you don't get the lovely Schumann resonance from the earth, you, but you do get a completely EMF-free environment when you're inside. Hey, another sign thing to me do, up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another thing is turn off the power to your own home. Uh, but this is really to deal with the energy that's coming from outside your apartment. So if you're, Mm -hmm. if you're generating that energy yourself, just turn it off. That's, that's what you need to do. (laughs) Just, you know, turn off that nest, turn off that ring, turn Mm -hmm. off uh, your phone, turn off your Wi-Fi. you know, take care of what you can control first and foremost, and that should reduce your exposure, hopefully the most 90%. But if it is coming from outside, then you do something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's I feel like with any toxin in general, it's doing what you can with what you know. So it's like, okay, I'm in this apartment, what can I do? And what exactly. what I'm unable to do, you know, I'll I'll work towards trying to fix that, but you know, it's important to not get overwhelmed. So Jumping around again, mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. I'm so interested in all things EMFs, and I I just want to kind of educate the listeners on e- EMFs. You and I both understand what they are. What are some of the health symptoms or issues they cause? Like, what are the biggest concerns that you think most people, besides the canaries in the coal mine? could experience. Yes. I think as I as I was saying earlier, we are being exposed to more and more electromagnetic wireless energy than we ever have been before. And so more and more people are discovering that they are feeling something from that energy. I hear all the time anxiety, insomnia, headaches. Those are the top three things that are reported to me. That's also been confirmed by research. So uh, palpitations, uh, what are some of the other ones that people have told me that they're feeling? Nausea. So 
if you're feeling these odd symptoms and you're not, what is this? Take note of how much you've been on your phone. Oh, numbness and tingling, another big indicator mm, neurological. that that you need to write, that you need to taper your exposure. And then we have the studies. We have thousands of peer-reviewed studies, really good, well-designed studies that are pointing to many different health effects from electromagnetic fields. Things like cancer, infertility, big, big, big issues. In fact, our own government, the FDA, put together a study called the National Toxicology Program came out a couple of years Mm -hmm. ago. It was a $30 million study. And it confirmed that there was DNA damage, heart damage in animals, tumors from being exposed to cell phone radiation. And now this was such a, a huge study that the Environmental Health Trust, and they're a wonderful research and education group, actually sued the FCC and said, Hey, those cell phone regulations you have that say that, you know, that you're producing safe technology, it's not safe. And you need to go back and review this study that your, that our own government did take a look at it and revise your standards. And they won based on this study. That's good. Yeah, it's good, but it's but until those studies are re- those standards are revised, we really need to protect ourselves because eventually, eventually, I think safer technology is going to be invented, and standards for safety are going to become a lot more stringent uh, because we have you know other studies that like starting in the womb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, babies that are exposed when they're in the womb. And they've done these studies on mice, not on actual babies, uh, but that's how studies start, right? Animal studies. Mm -hmm. Um, The His name is Hugh Taylor, and he's the head of OBGYN at Yale University. He found damaged memory and hyperactivity in mice that were exposed just when they were in utero, when they were born. And then as they followed them through their adult lives, they saw that they had like ADHD symptoms. And then another study, the same type of study found that the brains, the hippocampus was smaller in mice that had been exposed while they were in the womb. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I believe it. Crazy stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. So this is a, it's a toxin just like pesticides and, Uh you know, the chemicals. Yes. It's reassuring though, that you said it likely will get better because, you know, maybe more regulation and technology opportunities to create safer technology. I feel like that's the most hopeful thing I've heard around EMFs because, you know, we've had this evolution of 3G to 4G to 5G and and, and then what's next? 6G and we're just going to (laughs) keep ramping it up and just like frying our brains. Can you speak about this kind of evolution of in terms of the G's like 3G, 4G, 5G? So, So the G's stand for generation. And it started, you know, back with 
with the 2G and then we went to the third generation and then that 4G LTE. And basically what we did is we accessed more and more of what's called the electromagnetic spectrum of radio frequency fields. So there's a chart that can show you, you know, like this, that, that we're, um, 4G creates is using this part of the band and then 3G is using this part of the band. But what happened with 5G is they incorporated 3G and 4G technology and have added, and now it's coming online, 5G, which is a millimeter wave. Now this is way, way up on the spectrum. So, so Mm. if you can imagine in your head, the spectrum, uh, we were using like, um, in the gigahertz, we were at like three and now we're up to 25. And this is, this is just a, a way higher, uh, uh, part of the, the spectrum. And the, the problem with that is it has not been tested. The only thing that we know that we've been exposed to in the millimeter wave, it's called millimeter wave. And mm-hmm. That millimeter wave is used when we walk through security at the airport. So that airport security that used to be an x-ray way, way Mm -hmm. back in the day now uses millimeter wave technology. What? We walk through it for a second and and I won't even do it uh, Mm -hmm. because I can feel that energy. And so now they're putting in many cities these 5G base stations, antennas, transmitters, whatever you want to call them. They're, they have a little bit of a different shape. And we have technology now that can receive those 5G millimeter waves. And it's in the new Apple phones and it's new in the new Android phones. And so when someone sees on their phone 5G and it doesn't have the E, because the 5G E, when it's like, if you look at your cell phone right now, and it says 5G mm-hmm. and there's an E by it. That's just marketing. That's pretend 5G. But if it oh. says 5G, then there you are definitely sending out the millimeter wave signal and you are receiving it when it says 5G without the E. Wow. I've def- now, I see it on my phone all the time and I've seen it for the, years. <laughs> well, if you saw it for years, then it had an E with it. Okay. So the actual 5G really just came on this last year. And so there is something that you can do about it. I say, don't buy 11, don't buy a 12 or beyond. So I bought a brand new iPhone and it's an 11 because it doesn't even give me the opportunity to be exposed to 5G because it doesn't have that millimeter wave technology inside of it. Mm. But the 12s and the 13s and the Samsungs, you know, the the 21s and the 22s, they all have that antenna and they're proud of it. But with Apple, I, I have a blog where I show you how to turn it off. Uh, but I wouldn't even get it because I I just don't even want to take the chance. But there right. there are settings that you can use to avoid it completely. Okay. Within the phone. Well, that's good. That's good. Yes. I think I and, have an 11. So. Good, you're safe. Sounds like I'm in the clear. <laughs> even but though, you know I, even though I've had the marketing, ahead. the marketing 5GE, you have because they were so proud of it, and it really, the reason, I, I kind of think that the reason it all came about is that you know everyone wants new, wants more, and so the cell phone industry that's you know. <laughs> That's what that's their business more new. You have to get a new one and a better one. And mm. we were sort of, I think 
most of us felt that we had way too much connectivity as it was. We didn't need more. But now 5G was really sort of an excuse, a reason to put up even more antennas. And that's what bothers me the most about 5G is besides the millimeter wave, cities and towns and neighborhoods all of a sudden got permission to put more and more what they call small cell antennas or boosters. And there's Mm -hmm. nothing small about them, as the Environmental Health Trust likes to say. They're sending out tons of this invisible wireless energy that's just exposing all of us to more and more that we didn't need. And so Mm -hmm. it's going to take a while to walk this back. But one of the things we can do is not buy into the newer technology. Okay. And that's, that's good yeah, to know. That's good something to know. we can do. And and my hope is my hope that just like chemicals, like you're you're spreading the word on pesticides and chemicals and all mm-hmm. the other toxins. And we're seeing industry respond by giving yeah. us right? They're giving us different options. Yeah. So and voting with your dollar. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We were touring some apartments last year and one of the buildings had one of those quote unquote mini 5g things on top of it and i was like no freaking way am i moving there (laughs) but you see them everywhere now and in terms of these towers and correct me if i'm wrong but aren't they some of them next to some schools and there have oh. been studies tied to cancer in a lot of students and mm-hmm. things like that. Can you speak on that? It's crazy. Well, I, I'm I'm so glad there are organizations like Americans for Responsible Technology, Environmental Health Trust. These are organizations that are moving this forward legislatively. They're they're giving us the tools to go and fight this. So obviously we should not be allowing cell phones on school property. In my neighborhood high school, there are three 75-foot cell phone towers that flank the football field and the baseball wow. field. It's criminal, if you ask me. And it I is. yeah. And if I were a parent, I would that would be the biggest thing that I would be bringing forth to the PTA. And mm-hmm. so a lot of this is about creating awareness. And I love that a meter helps create that awareness because it, it just becomes so obvious and it's unassailable. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. true. It, you can see it on the meter. This is mm-hmm. way too much energy for a child to be exposed to. Uh, our own cell phones are exceeding these antiquated standards that the FCC has every time we put them in our hands. It, it's really amazing what's happening. Yeah. No, and I've I've heard too that they are incentivizing like some smaller businesses or even churches um to put these towers mm-hmm. on the property. My parents' the property. church. My parents' church, this little tiny local little church, uh-huh. has a church has a, a bell tower and hidden inside the bell tower is a cell phone tower. And they're paid $250,000 a year for that. Goodness gracious. Yes. 
Yes. So a juxtaposition of sorts. (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we just have to say no. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take some, you know, it's, it's a bold move, but I'm sure there are people that feel that their health and safety is worth it. Absolutely. No. And it's good that they're, like you said, these organizations, um, like Americans for responsible technology. I think uh-huh. that's what Americans you said. Americans for responsible technology. Yeah, yeah they've got a big so Facebook good. page and a and a website, and and I linked to I'm them as link well. That. I'm going to link that. Yes, yes. It's good. There's so there, resources. You know, that, so you, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's the it's the behind the scenes hard work that they're doing. It really mm-hmm. is. But they're they're making it easier for all of us to show up at city council meetings and in, at school meetings with actual ammunition that can help with these changes. And meanwhile, we're we can take some some steps on our own mm-hmm. to help just eliminate the energy in our own homes, which will really help. Mm-hmm. What are your we we talked about? my apartment in particular, but what are some other, (laughs) what are some other tips you have for reducing EMF exposure? Um, you know, you talked about the, the canopy and distance and, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. Do you have anything else you want to add maybe for people that are in homes or on an airplane or I mean, different scenarios? Oh my goodness. The airplane, that's scary. Uh, (laughs) Because the, the light goes off and everybody, you know, brings out their, their Wi-Fi, their laptop and connects to the, the Wi-Fi that's on the plane. And all of that exposure is being magnified because we're in a metal tube. It's incredible. I like to bring, I like to bring out my meter at that time. You know, and oh, people around me will go, "What's good that?" Yeah, <laughs> and then, and just by seeing it, they're like, "Oh!" And I go, "You know what? You can just turn your laptop off and still write those emails that you're writing. That you know, you can send as soon as you land. You can yeah. use so much of your technology while it's on airplane, and absolutely sending out zero radiation. So." It's a good you one. You brought that up. I hadn't, I yeah. hadn't really, but, and I have a great uh, video and a blog about it where I show the increase on an airplane. Uh, and so I think that what distance really looks like is not putting your laptop on your lap, mm-hmm. taking your laptop, putting it far away from you because when it's got Wi-Fi on and when it has Bluetooth on, it's sending out a ton of energy. So you get it as far away from you as you possibly can. You don't use a shield because those really can and do, well, actually they absolutely do make it worse for anything that's being exposed upward. So if you got one of those shields, oh. a lot of people feel the safety of the shield. And so if I have one is, in front of me. Oh my goodness. Okay. Do, okay. You're going to take so your meter So I should later. take it out. No, we're going to take, I really okay. want you to do this experiment yourself because okay. you'll, you'll see that mm-hmm. underneath, oh, you are so protected, but what's, what's underneath right now of your laptop? Um, my lower torso, I guess. Yeah, knees, not your, no, not your stomach. Maybe. Not your pelvis, mm, yeah, maybe your even. maybe your thighs, right? Pretty much your thighs. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when I'm at the are... desk, if I'm if I'm on the couch, I try to put it over my uh, 
pelvis area. Okay. You know what's even better? And you can see this with a meter. Uh-huh. Uh, a 12-inch pillow is so much better for protecting your organs. Wow. Because, That's what yes, I was be- doing before I bought this silly thing. And you know what a pillow doesn't do? It doesn't reflect that energy back out because what oh. those shields do, that because it, they don't absorb the energy, that there's nothing magic. It push it, it takes the energy, it pulls it and it sends it elsewhere. So as it's sending it away, when it's on your lap or on your thighs, it's sending that energy back up to your face, to your chest, to any oh, of those goodness. organs that aren't <laughs> covered. And you can very easily do this experiment yourself. So take that I laptop, will. put it far away. Mm-hmm. Remember to reset your meter and then do the same exercise with it, you know, just to just mimic where you're sitting and just put that. And remember, don't let the meter touch you and don't let the meter touch the, um, uh, computer. You have to be a couple inches away to have a really good, accurate reading. It's even more accurate if you're not holding it, if there's a way you can do that. Uh, And I actually just did a video the other day. I haven't edited it yet, but I just put the meter, you know, like three or four inches away from the computer, stood it Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. And then I put the laptop shield under it and Mm -hmm. measured the room and then took the laptop shield away, measured the room and had an amazing decrease in energy. Wow. So, so in, the sh- in the meter should stay in the, the same spot should, or should I be moving it underneath the laptop? No, I, I promise you, you are getting protected underneath. You don't even need to do that. You can do it okay. if you want to see, but the mm-hmm. shields absolutely work. They will block whatever is right underneath them. But the mm-hmm. problem is what's not right underneath. Whatever, yeah. even if you've got a, even if you're It's like it's ricocheting. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're pregnant or you're nursing under one of those, those shielded blankets, anything that's not under that shielded blanket is going to be increasing in their EMF exposure. So Mm. it's a really good idea not to nurse your baby while you're using your cell phone at all. In fact, that that should be far away from you. Let's create a healthy environment (laughs) for both mother and baby. So that that gets me thinking then, the the shield and then the little blanket. How about the clothing, like the silver underwear? Is that all gimmicky then too? Well, or? it's it's not. It is and it isn't. It's just okay. it needs to be worn very thoughtfully because I think we see things like 99% protection. And so you go, oh my gosh, this is great. I'm mm-hmm. 99% protected, but mm-hmm. you're not because that t-shirt on the edges of that t-shirt, what's happening there's pooling and there's multiplication of the amount of exposure you're getting. So on the mm-hmm. edges, you're getting a lot more. Your face is getting more. Your thyroid's getting more. Um, oh, wow. It, yes, yes. And then we're not absolutely sure of what the mechanism of damage, like how the CMF actually damages mm-hmm. us. Is it just, does it do the damage by just affecting what's right underneath where where the exposure is? Or is it holistic? Like, do we get exposed and it goes throughout our body like vitamin D and mm-hmm. our 
and we we are completely um, biochemically affected by it just because we had intake of it on any part of our body. We don't know this yet, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's affecting us throughout our bodies, no matter how we're exposed. So the people that do really well with shielding are the people, and I have seen this, I have attended EMF conferences where there are very sensitive people in attendance and they wear head to toe shielding because they understand Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. cannot be exposed at all. And then they feel great. They're they're in jumpsuits and they're in hats with visors that reflect out. And they I've asked them, I've interviewed them and said, okay, so what about your face? And they said, well, we're, we're in a pretty low EMF environment here, but normally we wear the, the netting mask on top. So they be, yes, like a beekeeper, sort of like a beekeeper suit. A building biologist that wrote a book about EMF, Bill Cal, called Wallander, uh, says, what part of your body isn't important? When it comes to shielded clothing, that's what he says. So that's another so, way to look so at it. So distance also, as we were talking about, it, it can also look like wearing wired headsets so that or headphones so that you don't have to have the phone up to your ear. And mm-hmm. some wired headsets can actually deliver more of that radiation into your ear. So you should have an air tube headset because that pocket of air in the tube breaks the radiation stream. And so then you're not exposed to your brain, you know, via your earbuds. Mm -hmm. Um, It also looks like uh, being aware of where you've put the Wi-Fi in your home. Like, let's not put it next to the desk or near the bed. Let's get it as far away from living spaces as possible, mm-hmm. knowing that it's strongest right at the source. Yep. And I love turning it off with my little Wi-Fi kill switch. It's a little remote button. So I don't have to go very close to that radiation to turn it off. I want one of those. <laughs> oh. we, have, we have the hardwired thing, I think, in our apartment. But Oh, you wait, you've hardwired your apartment? Uh, well, I'm probably using the wrong term here. Let me put it this way. The Wi-Fi is, is in the wall. I can't really access the modem. The Wi-Fi is so. in the wall. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to send Very me some pictures. Sketch. We'll get to, yeah. we'll get to the bottom sketch. of this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going off on a tangent, but yeah. If you, if you pay, if, yeah, if you pay for your own Wi-Fi, then you can have the cable company come over and walk you through it and show you where it is. But mm-hmm. I love, I love to hardwire. And my home doesn't even have a Wi-Fi. We're completely mm-hmm. Wi-Fi free. Oh my goodness. But did you hear about, we, we had scheduled this That's podcast so cool. for yesterday. Yeah. And what happened was we, by mistake, purchased a smart washer and dryer. Now, any, this is another thing for people to really mm-hmm. become aware of. Anything that says smart means wireless. Wireless means EMF. EMF mm-hmm. means toxin. Toxin means possible physical damage and some Mm -hmm. emotional damage too. Mm -hmm. So anyway, 
I would never have purchased a smart anything. I'm really, really careful. But uh-huh. our washer and dryer broke. We had these pedestals that the washer and dryer sat on. So my husband just went to Costco, ordered the replacements. Well, in the last five years, those same washers and dryers have now been equipped with smart technology. Mm. And this smart technology means each one of them has a Wi-Fi built into it. These are LGs. So unnecessary. Oh my gosh, right? (laughs) Yeah. A washer should wash, a dryer should dry. They don't have to be a Wi-Fi. Yep. But we tried, we contacted LG, we DM'd, we Facebooked, we went, they said, oh, download the app and you can turn off. That's not true. Do not download the app. It will not help you at all. It just creates one more way for LG to track you. They want precise location. So anyway, we had to go through that. And I just wanted to try on behalf of everyone who was in the same situation. Mm -hmm. And so I did identify where it was. And we reached out to seven different appliance repair companies who refused to come and take the washer and dryer apart and help me cut the wires. But yesterday, Uh we found someone to come over and it was so magical. Uh, We found, yeah, we found the Wi-Fi connections in both and we just disabled them. We didn't have to cut them. We didn't have to break them. The next Mm -hmm. person can plug them back in if they want to. We could if we wanted to, but we never will. Yes. I'm just thrilled. And so we'll do a video. We've, we've, we've got the video all shot and we'll be sharing that. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Your Mm -hmm. um, daughter had updated me a little bit, but I didn't know that you were taking the whole thing apart. That's you're, you're going really hands-on there. And I think that's going that's yeah. going to be very that, powerful, a powerful video. So isn't I'll that sad sure. that we had to do that? But I, and I didn't, so here's what happened. I was, there was no laundry. There was just no laundry was getting done. So, so my <laughs> husband was very, very, he was like, yes, we're going to do this because I was doing laundry and I got the worst headache. Mm. And then every time I go on the laundry, and my my whole house is Wi-Fi free and especially mm-hmm. my laundry room. It's like a, it's a vault down there. It's yeah. just so protected. It always feels so good. And I, I was like, what's going on? I don't feel good. I don't feel good. What is this? And I thought, you know what? Somebody, somebody came in and brought something in, you know, somebody yeah. who was visiting our home. We have a lot of visitors brought something in and left it. So I went and got a meter and I was stunned. I was stunned to see the amount of radiation and it was then that I looked closely at the washer and dryer and saw this little Wi-Fi switch. And it's like, okay, you know, this is, this can't be. So that's what happened. That, wow. I'm excited to watch that video. So you're going to post that on Instagram? Sure. We'll have it on Instagram, Facebook, on the website. We'll do a blog. We'll, well, it's, it's, it, you know, it's not, it's a little complicated taking apart your washer and dryer, but uh, it's not that I hard. I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't have to, you know, cut up wires or anything like that. It sounds like you did it in a very clean fashion. We did Um, and the washer works and the dryer works. Amazing. Yeah. And then this is a little tangent. A lot of washers too, not only do they have Wi-Fi, but they're moldy. So I feel like that could create a yucky combination of EMF and mold. And you know a little bit about that relationship, don't you? Well, I do. I do. My daughter and my best friend both had 
big, huge mold exposures. And also I, I followed the research on EMF because I really believe that everything that we talk about should be backed by really good, solid science. And there actually is science on EMF exposure can create and amplify the growth of mold and yeast. Oh, that is, that's wild. I've heard that. And it's, it's crazy that, you know, we're kind of living sometimes in situations where you're in like a toxic soup. So it's important to make informed decisions that, especially about your living situation. Like for me, I got sick right when I moved into the dorms in college. And I think there are a lot of variables, but mold and EMFs definitely, definitely play a role. Oh, Oh my gosh, there's right. There are so many things that we need to be aware of today. And like you said, the mold and the washer, like it, it, can you tell me, is it been verified that it's those front loading washers that are so much worse than the top loading? Yeah. 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 Cause they just, um, pool in that little silicone ring and then the doors shut. So we actually had a little bit of a mold exposure. I've had a lot of different mold exposures over the year. Thankfully, I'm uh, thriving and my health is, is doing well, but compared to when I had some more extreme exposures without answers and no detoxification mm-hmm. or uh, I wasn't living a low toxic life. Now I you know, make decisions to live a low toxic life and I implement detoxification protocols. But in this apartment we're in, keep talking about this apartment. <laughs> Hopefully soon we're going to move um, into a place that we buy, but the market's a little wild right now. Well, it's, sure, it's, it's for getting, everyone. yeah, it's, we think it's getting a little better, but back to this apartment, it, it has a washer dryer in unit, which that's awesome. That's great. Um, however, it's a front loading one, just like you were mentioning, and it has that silicone ring and the mold scent we cannot get rid of. And I have, this is my wheelhouse. Mold is my, you are to EMFs as I am to mold. And mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't figure it out with this washer. So I well, can't okay, wait till the so, day I get to move out. <laughs> right. So the, the washer was used, right? By the yeah. time you got it? Yeah. yeah so, so the we, people before us, I think, le- must have left clothes in there for like weeks and forgot about it. So... Mm, no, I really think it was just closing it. So we learned mm-hmm. that you just keep the door open all the time. So yep. it's so it's so tempting to just go snap that door shut because it looks so much better. But if you leave it open, it eliminates a lot of the opportunity mm-hmm. for the mold to grow. Yes, and so I've have been you, doing have, that. Okay. And maybe you could get someone to come in and just an appliance repair person, take it out and just give it a good scrub inside. That That's a good idea. Maybe. I had, I had I my boyfriend know. working on it because he, <laughs> I was like, wear gloves, wear a respirator, like don't expose yourself to it. He's like, oh, just be quiet. Let me look at this. Um, and he, he got it tidied up a little bit, but that's a good idea. I, I definitely will do that. It's good to know, you, you know, know, there are people out there, you know, sometimes you just have to ask for help. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Branch Basics booster, the powder. Yes. Oh my! You so, know my podcast that released today was with no. the founder, oh, one of the Mary founders. Lee? Yes. Oh, not Mary. Yeah, she's Sorry. awesome. I thought okay. you said really. It was Kelly. 
Kelly. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. So the booster. Um, so, so you take the booster and you sprinkle it inside that silicone ring. So you put your gloves on, have your boyfriend do it and just <laughs> sprinkle it and then rotate the, the barrel and do it some more, do some more, do some more. All right. I'm going to try these and I will report, report back. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't try the, the um, oxygen boost yet, but good idea. I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll send you the research link. Cool. Yeah. And then I'll include that in the show notes. Wow. Well, we could keep talking and talking and talking (laughs) about toxins and EMF and mold and all the things, but we are getting to the end of the show. So let the audience know where they can, where they can find you, um, any resources, any final closing thoughts that you want to share. Oh, thanks, Heidi. You know what? I just want to talk about what you just said. We were talking about all this toxins and chemicals and mold and EMF. And you know what the great thing is? We both feel better. Yes. I I think that we need to let the audience know that, you know, by becoming aware and making these little tweaks in our lives, we feel so good. I mean, I I think my health really is, it just keeps getting better and better and better. And I think it's because my environment is better. The food I eat is better. Everything that that uh, we have more opportunities now to to have less chemical exposure. So we're just feeling so much better. So this all it all ends up being a good thing. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and really, I I mostly like to talk about the benefits of having balance with technology mm-hmm. because it affects our mind and our body and our spirits and our safety. Because you know your mind needs to be focused and your body needs to be healthier, you know, less toxins. Um, And then your spirit, if we can just have balance, especially with technology, we can be more connected and present. And Mm -hmm. then there's Mm -hmm. the safety issue where we need to be aware of our privacy. And so you talked about our Instagram feed earlier, and we post what's called the tech wellness way. And tech wellness ways are just bite-sized little pieces of information that you can incorporate into your life very easily on a daily basis. I love that. So that's tech wellness. Your Instagram is amazing. (laughs) Getting the word out there. Hopefully easily. And then uh, we have a website where we provide solutions in the form of information, uh, links to consultants. And also we have some pretty great products that make life easier and just healthier and safer with technology. Thank you you for the work that you're doing and the research and all the resources you provide. It's, you know, no one should have an excuse on why they can't achieve a lower toxic, lower EMF life, you know? You're really making it easier and I appreciate you and the work you're doing and ultimately taking the time to be on the Lifelong Podcast today. Well, I'm going to go listen to your Branch Basics podcast right now. Congratulations. Thank you. Good. Good for you. Thank you.